Hello, and welcome to System Mastery, the podcast where we beat a dead horse and then go back in time and kill the horse so that in the future the horse will be dead when we beat it, thus avoiding a paradox of beating a live horse when a dead horse should have been... Oh, God, we read Continuum. Make it stop. Make it stop. Welcome back. Hello, everybody. And hi, John. How are you? Great. So, would you play Continuum? Hey, how's it going, Jeff? Hey, I'm supposed to do the intro. Oh my god, it's a paradox! (laughs) Crap. So, how are you? I am so good. (laughs) So, we, uh... I'm glad to hear that. We, uh, we read a game called Continuum. We certainly did. I, I assume it's pronounced Continuum, because uh, at no point does the O show up. It, no, it's, it's just Celsius and Yeah, it's C Celsius and <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish they'd use, like, a copyright symbol or something up there. <laughs> but no, okay, so, uh, they're very big on their symbol in the middle of their word Continuum. Yeah. This is a game from 2002 or so. Yep, early early 2000s. And it is about time travel. Oh, it certainly is all about time travel. However, not any time travel that you might know. Oh, goodness, Lord, no. No, no, nothing you may have read about on, on the internet or listened to on Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell or uh, George Norrie would properly prepare you for this level of realness. Yeah, no, we're, we're not taking... Some dumb car or a fucking phone booth to go through time. Oh no, we're just doing it by ourselves, because humans are fucking magic, apparently. Learning it from Mati himself, <laughs> the power of heart. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, this is a game that has only three stats. Yeah, it's it is very very light. If you read the first that. if you read the first fifteen pages or so of Continuum, you get the impression that this game isn't going to be all that complicated because it's like, oh yeah, your stats are body, mind, and quick. That's it. You've got three stats. Uh, they go between like one to ten, though human maximum is seven. Mm-hmm. And and they actually can get above ten as well if you really want to. Yeah. Uh, there's there's ways. There are some transhuman shenanigans you can do. Absolutely. But uh, generally, to start with, you're gonna have human. Average, I think, is three, and you're going to have some points to put into your three stats, and those are your three stats. Hooray! Yep, and uh, to roll to roll an ability, you roll a d10, and if you roll under the stat that you're trying to do, then you succeed at the ability. Yep. Uh, you have a couple of skills that will give you bonuses to things. You can take, uh, I think you get a couple points to spend on stuff like, oh, I'm good at hypnosis, or I'm good at dreaming. Yeah, there are, there are a few skills you might get some combat stuff, maybe you're good at punching a guy, or, I don't know, maybe you've got, especially because it's a uh, time travel game, you'll have history, but you'll have to specify what history you know, or you know about a location, but you have to specify what location and in what time period. Yep, or language, or, for example, if you're speaking English, or Old English, or Middle English, or 1820s English. Because it wants to know, like, do you know England now? Do you know Victorian England? Do you know, like, Old Celtic England area? So if that sounds like we're describing the kind of time travel that's not, you know, the fun kind where you find a dinosaur and 
bring it to the future and then punch Hitler. Uh, you're right. This isn't that kind of time travel. Yeah. In fact, if you went and tried to punch Hitler, the person who is Hitler is probably also a time traveler and isn't actually Hitler. That's correct. He's probably a thespian. Yep. And all he's doing is playing Hitler because Hitler was removed long ago or yeah, something. Yeah, it was Hitler, I don't know, had to go to the can and they don't want to fuck up time because he wasn't supposed to go to the can then. But they knew. They knew he wouldn't be going to the can at that time. Yeah, so, you know, some time traveler spans in and is like, I'm Hitler! You can also learn a couple of powers in the game. There's like telekinesis, telepathy, empathy, pyrokinesis, a few tricks like that. I read the book, and I don't know how you get those. I think you just get trained in them by... Yeah, it is essentially like, if one of the transhuman god beings... From before or after time. Is like, yeah. hey man, you want to, I don't know, set shit on fire with your brain? And you go, do I? Then they're like, hey man, have it. There isn't a really good description of them, but, but basically there are people who are beyond humanity from two directions. You're basically like the, the people from before time, the, the, the pre-civilization civilizations that, that, you know, like your Moos and your your Atlantises, although Atlantis is its own crazy thing yeah. in this. Uh, and then there's people from after 2200 AD, when, when transhumanism became a, a thing, I guess, and everyone became cool and, and, and time travel became the norm. Yeah, I think uh, basically the setting is trying to tell you the rest of the universe time travels all the time, and they're super awesome and advanced, and we're wee babbies trying to catch up to them. Right. So anything we do is trying to get to the point where our brains can comprehend the level of galactic shenanigans that these inheritors do. I hate them so much. Yep. As you should. Because they are just 100% DMX Machina. Oh yeah, they really are. Yeah, if, if you fuck up enough in this game, like if you fail to kill the bad guy or something, don't worry, because a guy from AD 2500 will just show up and do it, and <laughs> glare at you and then leave. Yeah. Or maybe you'll show up and do it in a slightly advanced version of yourself, because this game is the railroadiest game ever written. Yeah. Uh, okay, so before we get into all of the horrible, horrible things that this game does, uh, there is, oddly enough, sort of a merits and flaws. Mm -hmm. You're only allowed to pick... A few, you do spend some points on merits from your character points if you really want to, uh, but they get more expensive to buy each time you get a merit, so you, you pretty much just want to pick one. You can get points by getting a flaw. The problem is, the flaw is not something you pick. Like, normally in a game you go, oh, I'll game this system, I'll get the flaw of being a funny guy, and yeah. that I kind of stink. I have in a this, noble purpose. In this one... After you have completely done your character and every uh, single one of your points is spent, including the ones you got from saying, I have some drawback, there is then a random table that you roll on to see what your drawback is. And that drawback, if it uh, contradicts something you already have, like, let's say you got, uh, you're ambidextrous, and then you got, my, dis my disability is I have no arms, you just... Lost the points for being ambidextrous. Congratulations, you get fucking nothing out of it. Yeah, it's... I, honestly, the merits and flaws system in this one, I was getting ready to, to rave about or rant about it, like I always do, because I hate merits and flaws oh, I systems. Know. But uh, it gets so much worse after that that I just kind of forgot it. Oh, yeah, like, no. I, I was there, but honestly, let's just set the basic power level for every character in this world. Just the very beginning character can go backwards and forwards whenever he wants by up to a year. Yeah, per day. Per day. you sleep. 
and he can teleport a mile on any direction without fail yep. per, per day until you sleep. And you can use any increments of either of those. Yeah, up to a year or a mile. And it it's basically, it's additive. So, for example, you can teleport a week back 52 times before you need to sleep. Yeah. Uh, and you have to keep track of that in what's called your span journal, so that you have an idea of where you were and when you were, and there's a whole bunch of complicated words to tell you all that. But anyway, that's the basic power level. So if something like, oh, my character is ambidextrous, or my character has halitosis, it doesn't really come up as often as you think when all of your problems are solved through unerring teleportation and time travel. Yeah, when it comes down to, oh man, I forgot that I kind of stink. Oh, well, I guess I'll just go teleport to the Y, take a shower, teleport back, and when I teleport back, I teleported the same instant I teleported away, so no one noticed I did that, and then I just don't stink anymore. Hooray! Hooray! Yeah, that's the game. Most of your, like, power level things, like, am I super good at shooting a guy or punching a guy or am I tough or whatever, doesn't really matter. Honestly, more than anything, the things that matter is gonna be skills. Mm -hmm. Uh, having knowledge of history or whatever is gonna give you some better ability to affect uh, whatever you decide to do, whatever your corner is, mm -hmm. and your corner is whatever the continuum, which is all of the good guys that can time travel, mm -hmm. whatever they decide they want to give you. So if they're like, your corner is Brooklyn between 1950 and 1957, then great, that's your corner of space-time. Yep, and you live in a nice house full of other time travelers. And the reason you live in a nice house is because as soon as you get taught the secret of time travel... Called spanning in the game. Yep, as soon as you become a spanner, then you get your one big score, which is essentially the game going, here's several million dollars so that you don't try to go, well, I go back in time and buy stock and GM, and then I buy this and do that, because like... Uh, no no one it. gives a fuck. Yeah. No, no one cares. Here's, like, $20 million. Shut the fuck up. Here's how they get that number for you, what your one big score <laughs> is. Uh, you know how we occasionally will make fun of Rifts with its, with its wonky dice math, because it's just going all Monty Hall random? To get your big haul, your big score, you roll 1d100 times 1d100 times 1d100 times 1d100 dollars, which means that you range anywhere from $100 million to a dollar. <laughs> now, I don't think it's very likely anyone's ever rolled one dollar, but it is entirely possible that your big score, which is which is not handled by you, incidentally, your big score is controlled by a whole faction of time travelers called the money changers. It, they, they might just go, okay, no problem, we're going to set you up with a bunch of money so that you don't ever have to worry about money again. Here's a dollar. Don't spend it all in one place. We screwed up, we invested in hypercolor shirts. <laughs> Who knew? Early 90s, right? That's, yeah, that, come that's, on. That's your locality. You have to stay in the early 90s with your $1 and uh, wear hypercolor shirts because you've got boxes of them and Stussy and Genera. Yeah. So... And listen to Aqua. <laughs> 90s. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. So, yeah. So, uh, so as a... You've got different levels of spanners. So, when you start out, everyone that isn't a spanner isn't a span zero. They are a leveler. Because they stay level. They mm -hmm. do not go up or down through the time stream. So, uh, a span one, when you just learned how to time travel, you basically are just a dude that can kind of fuck with things. Because 
one year and one mile isn't really enough to be like, I'm super powerful! So you have to, like, it says, yeah, you should probably keep your day job and keep up appearances and don't, like, time travel away for ten years and then come back to your job. Because everyone will be like, why the fuck are you ten years older after it's been a day? Your hair's falling out. What's going on? So yeah, they want you to keep a low profile when you're a, a crappy time traveler. But you do spend a lot of time hanging out in your super fun clubhouse with a bunch of Doctor Who ripoffs. Oh yeah. That's uh, that's pretty much what all the uh, fiction in the book is. is a bunch of people <laughs> going, ta, and, and uh, timey-wimey and what have you, as they bounce around the time stream and, and take cold beer out of the fridge an hour before someone else takes cold beer out of the fridge. Yeah, so... Uh... You also end up basically being told don't do anything interesting during this time period. Again, because if, like, let's say you go get a tattoo, and then you span a week before and show up at your work, everyone's like, How the f- what, where, where the fuck did that tattoo come from? And then you span forward a week, and they're like, what happened to your tattoo? So mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, you should have really bland, unremarkable clothes, don't have any piercings or tattoos, and just sort of look as generic as possible. If you're a span one, you should be the schlubbiest douchebag you can be, so no one likes you and no one remembers you. Now, the way that other time travelers pick a new person to turn into a span one, because it's not something that happens naturally. You're inducted through something called the Big Invitation. And the way that you get invited is that they determine that you are fearless and inquisitive. And then they tell you to be boring and predictable. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, like, apparently you have to sort of see something. You have to, like, figure out time travel exists. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you figure that out, they will either invite you to come be part of their super cool time travel club, Mm -hmm. or they will wipe your memory and set you back where you were. Or they just won't. And they, they list a couple of examples of, like, paradox and history. Uh, <laughs> as examples of times where time travelers are just like whatever, they'll figure it out. They'll they'll come up with their own dumb legend. <laughs> like there's there's apparently a famous story about a, a Filipino guard in the 1500s who uh, leaned against a wall, closed his eyes for a second, and opened his eyes in Mexico the next day. Uh, I, I guess it's a real story. It's uh, who knows how good is record keeping in 1539. Yeah, but they say uh, they say yeah, that's uh, that's exactly what happens when time travel is just. When some something stupid happens and time travelers are just like, whatever, it'll become a legend. Yeah, which makes really zero sense because the entire game wants to impress upon you that you do not fuck with time travel. If you are some guy and you're like, dude, I want to go, like, pick up something. I can teleport into a art gallery and take a painting and then teleport away. Or I can... Go back in time and make sure my fly wasn't down during this important meeting or whatever. They're like, don't do it. Don't you fucking do it. Don't save your grandfather. No. None of that. If you do anything, then you will cause a paradox which will make you get frag points. So frag is, there's damage in this game. You take level, you take wounds if you get shot and punched and so on. But frag is the actual damage in this game. It's, it's the degree to which you are separated from the proper time stream. Yeah. So anytime there's a paradox, like for example, if you are drinking a beer right now that you drank an hour ago as well, you are creating a paradox and that separates you from the universe slightly, which causes you to feel pained and then eventually start to fall apart, become kind of a ghost, become confused, lose your memory. Uh, Frag is real bad. And so all of the game revolves around fragging bad guys and avoiding getting fragged by bad guys and fixing your own frag. Yeah. So in... Most cases, frag will hurt because it'll be like, ah, oh, you can't really remember things, or your 
you're all like deja vu-y about certain things, or you're you get ridiculous nightmares, whatever. They describe it as like a headache and a nose ache at the same time. They say it feels like buzzing in your head, like when you have a little tiny bit of frag. Yeah, but if you are a narcissist, then uh, when you get fragged a whole bunch, you can get weird ghost powers, like you can possess people or walk through walls and shit. And in that case, Fraggle Rock. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you have no idea how long I've been sitting on that. Fuck you. <laughs> My God. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. Is in, in your rush to making old Muppet jokes, <laughs> you, you said narcissist for the first time. Yeah. Uh, okay, so narcissists are the bad guys of, yeah. of time travel. They are time travelers who aren't part of the fun continuum super let's all dress in trench coats club. Instead, they uh, they think for themselves, and they it says that they seem to be focused on self-aggrandizement or attempting to remake the universe in their own image. Yeah, it has an ex- explanation of different theories of time travel, and you've got the one where it's like, uh, you can't change anything, which is sort of like the 12 monkeys theory. Uh, you've got the one which is the Back to the Future, where every time you make a change in the past, it causes a new universe to split off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the one that they go with, which is every time you change something in the past, the universe sort of breaks a little, but it stays intact and you can go back and fix things and so on. Right. And, and eventually the, the notion being that there could be enough frag in the universe to break it. Yeah. So that the universe is just irrevocably broken and doesn't work anymore. And that's apparently what narcissists want to do. But the book, well, no, narcissists think they can create their own universe. Yeah, they, they, can they own believe universe. in the Back to the Future world, where they're like, if I go ahead and change things enough, then I'll get my own universe where I'm awesome. Right. It, the problem is that the, nothing that narcissists can do backs this this up in any way. They are mostly just other time travelers that are shitty and wimpy, and you have to brutally murder them, and you get to have a cool team when you do it because they're. They're loners and you're not. So it's like five badass time travelers. Every every story in the book is five badass tram tra- time travelers showing up and brutally time murdering some random schmo who you are assur- assured is a murderer at some point in the future or past. But all you see is like, oh, I'm I'm here working at the papyrus, and all of a sudden a bunch of Doctor Who's show up and fucking erase me from the universe. Why why did that happen? Oh, don't worry, he was probably a murderer thirty years from now. It's cool. He was a narcissist of some kind. Except you won't even go, like, it's, unlike other games, you won't even show up and be like, yeah, we teleported in and just stabbed this motherfucker in the throat. I mean, you might. You might do that. It's way worse than that. But if you don't just show up and stab him in the face, you frag him out of existence. Yeah, and now that's apparently what narcissists are supposed to be doing to you. Now, here's how they'll do that. They'll go back in time and make sure that your parents never had sex. Like, so that you weren't born. That's what Frag would do to you. Now, it doesn't erase you immediately like it ought to. Instead, you feel all fraggy, and you have to go fix that. You have to go make your parents have sex. And then you have to watch them have sex. <laughs> and, and, and you have to describe it into a microphone while they're doing it. It's real weird, this part of the game. I don't know what... Uh, 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 seriously, they will, uh, they'll, they'll try and frag you out of existence by creating paradoxes. Sometimes just trying to erase you from existence, like, you know, your parents never meet. Sometimes just messing with you in minor ways, like tying your shoelaces together right before you get, graduate from high school. Yeah, or and, they, like, create a traffic jam when you were going to get there on time, and now you don't get there on time. Isn't oh, that ironic? No. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, so... They, um, they've replaced all of my spoons with forks. God damn you! <laughs> okay, so, uh, so yeah, that's, that's what narcissists are trying to do. So you basically go zipping back and forth through time, undoing the dumb shit they do to you, and meanwhile doing it to them. 
and time combat in this game is its own whole crazy thing. Yeah, we've got rules for combat and then time combat. Time combat has all these special moves you can do, and I, I don't remember the names. I, there's like the there, Gemini incident or something. Oh yeah, they're all like stupid names for ridiculous movies. So you've got like the cobweb and the Gemini incident and the whatever gambit and the yeah. fool's jewelry and the pants on head retarded. The slip shank. <laughs> I still can't figure out what the fuck slip shanking is. It's like it's like okay, so basically slip shank is a time travel power you can do. And it's like where you just reach over to an area where there isn't anything and you have all of a sudden the thing you need is there. Yeah, and it's, it's the Bill and Ted power. The Bill and yeah. You it's, just Oh, well, when as soon as I escape from this, I'll be sure I go back in time and give myself a gun. Here it is. Yeah, so that's slip shanking. And it causes you some minor frag to do it, but apparently it's real easy to fix that frag yeah, after Yeah, all you combat. need to do is then actually, after you won that combat, go back in time and put a gun there. Now, a Gemini incident is where you intentionally sum or, or uh, have your older self come in and help, or teleport back and visit your younger self to help them with something. Uh, every time you meet yourself, you're supposed to respect your elder. And it actually says that you're supposed to play the older version of yourself anytime you meet yourself. No, no, which, the... Uh, the GM will play you, the older you. It, well, whichever one of you is not the current you. Is, yeah. Yeah, is the one the DM's supposed to play. It's just respect what they say, and, uh, and you can have them help you in combat briefly, and then you need to mark down that they did. Now, let, let's talk a little bit about marking down. Okay. <laughs> so this, this game is essentially homework as an RPG. Yeah. The whole game, you're supposed to have a notebook. And in your notebook, you keep track of everything you've ever done, mm -hmm. everything you're going to do that you haven't done to make sure that you do do that in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to, every span, you have a randomly determined uh, D10 amount of times that you have to meet yourself. Yeah, you have a random number of Gemini incidents. So, no matter what... Why Tom Clancy in stores now. <laughs> So no matter what, you have to meet yourself however many times. So you have to mark down how many times per span you have currently met yourself. Yep. yep. And uh, okay. uh, and then you keep track of <coughs> anything that anyone has ever told you yep. at all. So here's here's what the words for the, all this is. Stuff that you have already done as a player that has occurred in your past and that you don't have to do yet, even though it's occurred in your past, that's called your age. Those are things that you have already done. It happened in your age. And you have to keep track of that so you know how old you are. Uh-huh. Now, you also need to keep track of what's called your yet. Your yet is things that you know you do eventually, but you have yet to have done. So, for example, if an older you pops in and tells you to go to the store, then you have to mark down in your journal, later on, visit self, tell self to go to store. And then, in-game, you have to do that. Because your DM at any point might go, hey, did you do that thing on your frag journal that, or your... Uh, Span journal about visiting yourself. Oh no, you're fragged! Oh, my frag! Yep. It describes the players using tricky ways to get around any of this by like, you know, uh, you receive a, a cryptic phone call that says that they're going to murder you tomorrow. Oh, okay, I go back in time an hour, call myself, and tell me I'm going to murder myself in it <laughs> tomorrow. And, and the DM's supposed to be like, haha, very clever, instead of, haha, thanks for invalidating my game. This is impossible to play. Why don't we get Dungeons and Dragons out? <laughs> yeah, the... When you start doing a time travel game where it wants to make time travel, like, super real, it ends up making it completely boring and terrible, because if it's not, oh, I went through time and cool things happen, and it's awesome when cool things happen, it's instead, I have 
a job and work and homework to do and I have to keep track of everything and take notes and maybe I have to do something but anytime the GM wants to give a plot hook to me I can just give him the finger travel through time and then give him the finger again yep oh I went back a hundred years into the past and said okay to some guy and then the DM was like caught you they invented the word okay in 1834 (laughs) now they all think you're crazy in 1820 and that's why we have the fucking factions. Let's oh. get into Span 2. Sure, Span 2. Span 2, you can now travel 10 years at a time, or 10 miles at a time, and it's time to pick your fraternity. You get a job. Now, uh, if any of our uh, listeners are fans of the Planescape Dungeons & Dragons box campaign and setting... all of our fans, sh- all of our fans should be. Should be. At least, at least just that. If nothing else from D&D, Planescape is awesome. This is just like the factions of Planescape. There, there are ten groups. I think it's ten, and they, yeah, I can't possibly uh, I name them again. Anyway, uh, I think there's ten, and they are responsible for various important aspects of time travel society. Yeah. So we've got, uh, we've already mentioned the money changers. Mm-hmm. They give a fuck about cash in the world. They keep currency as it should be. There's the antiquarians, which are like that, except they keep track of items rather than just money. They're like stuff guys. They they if you need a stuff item, like a thing, then you yeah. can have them get it for you and they they are very good about being responsible for stuff. Yeah, if you're going to go back in time, they're like, "All right, here's the garb that you would have worn at 1600 in, you know, Sweden, whatever." Yeah. Why Here not? you go. This is what you'd wear. Yep. And uh they also it describes them as doing things like keeping where uh, like little houses in time where they're yet is go put all this shit back. Like, it says, oh, this guy owns the complete works of Donatello, including all the walls he painted, in a uh, nice castle he built for himself in Nepal. And he will just live there forever, and then before he dies, he goes puts it all back. Yep, and at the instant he took it. So, it looks like it never happened. Yep. Uh, There's no mention of how all that shit would age over time. Like, you ever seen The Last Supper at this point? (laughs) I mean, because it was painted with a lot of egg in the the paint, and it's just falling off the canvas. I, I... I, maybe that's because a time traveler kept it for hundreds of years while he sniffed it and admired it. <laughs> Masturbated to it. <laughs> well, I mean, don't okay. you? So that's, okay, I, yeah, of course. Well, I did before it fell apart. I mean, come on. I got standards. Come on now. So uh, after so, yeah. the antiquarians, we've also got the foxhound. Yeah, foxhound is the We Go Hunt Guys group. Hmm? Is, if, it, is it foxhorn? Is foxhorn, that yeah. Foxhorn, yeah. They, uh, they hunt uh, narcissists. Yeah, they love that shit. They they're, get off on it. They're crazy for that, and although uh, individual localities or, or corners are supposed to take care of their own turf in the time-space continuum, if you can't, the foxhound shows up, or foxhorn shows up and does it for you. Yeah, and you can either call on them, or you might be part of the foxhorn, mm-hmm. whatever. So, they are the ones that just... Love that. They're more like a club than they are really like any given we have a job to do. Mm-hmm. They're more like the old big game hunters. Now, they're directly connected to the Quickers. And Quickers are those who collect dead time travelers or people who are, are experiencing... Basically, people have been fragged out of existence. Fragged too hard. Because you can get up to frags uh, eight or nine before you basically cease to exist. But at frag five, time travelers won't help you anymore. And at frag, seven, at frag six or higher, the quickers come to get you. They come to basically take you away and put you in what they call cold storage. And cold storage is they take your broken kind of ghost essence and stick it just a few hours after the Big Bang in a bubble in space somewhere. Now, how any time traveler is going, 
just because they have to to transport your fragged ass back that far. We're talking that's like six to twelve billion years, or, or sorry, six to twelve quadrillion years ago. How are they doing that? Because they all work with the inheritors. Oh right, the inheritors don't even have a span rating; they can just go as far as they want. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Inheritors are basically anyone born after twenty four hundred AD, and they get fiat power. Yeah, and you can go up and visit them if you're crazy. It says to leave, to not go further into the future than 2200. 2400. Is it 24? It's 2400. Yeah. Uh, 2400, it's, it starts to be inheritors, and they'll just show up and telekinetically or telepathically or whatever kill you if you go to their time period. Yeah, if you're going to go there, they're like, you had better have either a span 5 or an inheritor with you, because yeah. if you just show up, they're like, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing here? And you apparently can't go further than 4,000 years into the future, because I guess Earth at that point no longer exists or doesn't matter or yeah. something. So, so yeah. So okay. Yeah. So yeah, there's, uh. That's the quickers, then you gotta go to the, the scribes. You've got people who are in charge of writing down everything that ever happened. Mm hmm. Uh, we've got the thespians who are all about taking the place of people. They're usually any of the famous or influential people in time were thespians mm -hmm. who are just showing up and making sure time goes as it should. Because narcissists are always trying to fuck with important people in history. Yeah, n narcissists are always attempting to assassinate Hitler or unassassinate JFK or whatever. Right, so they need to have a thespian go in and fake JFK's death and so on. Yeah. Any important person at any important time in history is probably a fancy pants actor from time travel school. Yep. Uh, now, they can also help you out. They are also the masters of costumery. And so they, they give you period costumes. They can give you an, they can force an accent on you. They can make you look like the opposite gender. They do all this with future tech from like 2300 or so AD, where nanites are very popular and, yeah. and Deus Ex Machina technology becomes a thing. Yep. Now, you've also got the physicians. Yeah, they will make sure that you don't go back in time and give all of these primitive motherfuckers our ridiculous diseases. Mm -hmm. And also that you don't travel forward with diseases. They can also help fix frag. It actually said, mentions under them in their little DM about the physician section that they can sometimes give you a time travel repair pill that will cure your frag. Yeah, which... It's like, okay. what? Wait, I thought the whole game was about how hard it is to cure frag and have to time travel a whole bunch to fix frag, but these motherfuckers have a pill that does it? Yeah, fuck, man. Fuck that. Fucking echinacea fixes frag. Oh, I hate that. Uh, and then I think the last one I can think of is the uh, uh, midwives. Yeah, the midwives who make sure babies are or are not born correctly, or people fall in love or do not correctly. That's right. They are basically the people who maintain the uh, the family trees of history. Their job is to make sure that the people who are born are born. And sometimes they'll do things like steal babies. Yep, they might steal a baby... Or they might make it so that someone doesn't get out of an, a relationship or gets into a relationship. Just, you know, keeping babies from having babies. If your erection lasts more than four hours, you should consult the midwives because they probably <laughs> did that to you. <laughs> so there you go. That's uh, I think that's all the factions. I can't think of another one off the top of my head. Yeah. So uh, all right. you, when you reach Span 2, you're supposed to. You're now a uh, in a fraternity. Probably you don't have to. But if you don't, then the Continuum just thinks that you're some lazy schlub and you'll never get farther in the game. They'll keep you at grunt work. They'll have you do a lot of paperwork and shit. Oh, and let's briefly touch on what it takes to get from Span 1 to Span 2. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you need to not have any frag. Yep, zero frag. Uh, you need to have traveled to every year in your uh, capacity to do so. So every year in the decade in which you were born. Yeah, so if you were born in the 90s, you have to go to every year in the 90s. Mm -hmm. uh, but you have to have not gone past your limit. You can push yourself past 
uh, the limit of your maximum. So let's say you're a span one, you can go one year. You can push yourself beyond one year, but you will most likely rip yourself apart in the fabric of space-time. Uh-huh. So as long as you don't, you know, try and push yourself past your limits, and... You also need to have approval of at least three members of ranking span two or higher. And you need to have a, uh, fulfilled all of your Gemini incidents. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so now the big one is that you need to have played the game for at least three actual months of real-world time. And that has to encompass at least three full sessions lasting at least four hours or more. Yes. Now, if now again, that's not the the game of like you know in the game the game it, that we're talking about. You have to sit down with your friends and argue about pizza and roll dice for a grand total of at least twelve hours over the course of three months before you're allowed to to uh, level up your character. And the book says there may be more restrictions, but do not compromise on these ones. So uh, this is not a game where you can start at level two. You have to you have to earn your fun. Yes, you re- this this game is all about earning your fun. Which is sort of weird because it's also, great, you earned the ability to actually affect things that aren't just, you know, a year ago. Now you have more responsibility. So level two, you now have the responsibility of being in one of these bullshit fraternities. You may be called upon to, I don't know, make two people fuck. Or punch some dude in the dick. Who knows? Who knows? You probably have to brutally murder a lot of guys who were just like, what? What are you talking about? What? Oh, time travel? Oh no! Whoa! Yeah, so Span 2 is also where they introduce the concept of time combat, which is how you fight another fucking guy a guy who can time travel. As you can imagine, since time travel... Oh, we didn't really describe what time travel is like in this game at any point. Uh, basically, it's as fast as just turning around. That's and, and that's it. There's no difficulty. There's no sensation. You're just standing in 1991, and now you're standing in 1981. There is no disorientation. You don't ever show up, like, in the middle of a wall... You never have a problem with that. If you can't see into a room, it doesn't mean you can't teleport there. Yep. The game is very much like, no, dude, just do whatever the hell you want. Don't ask dumb questions about the time travel. Momentum is not a thing either. If you're falling out of an airplane and you time travel, you land on your feet and aren't hurt. Yeah. So so uh, time travel is supposed to be extremely simple. So, yeah, there you go. Now, with time combat, because time travel is instant, uh, instinctive, and, and without difficulty... That means a single incidence of time combat where you're like, oh, I'm a time traveler and so are you and we must fight can last months. Because you'll be like, well, that guy's got a gun. I should probably go back in time and break his gun so that if he shoots at me, it doesn't work. And meanwhile, he's thinking, well, I'll go forward in time and study judo so that when he breaks my gun, I can beat him up with judo. So I'll spend eight months in judo class. Except none of that will happen because you'll never get to the point where you really fight a guy. You'll just go, all right, so I span out from combat. I dream... So I know who this guy is and where he will be, mm-hmm. and then I go back in time and I move his lamp so he knocks his lamp over, even though he didn't knock his lamp over, and now he's fried wall. Haha, that's what time combat is. You can try to kill a guy. There's one of my favorite things you saw in the time combat section was the powers. One of them is to show up in front of them and show them the murder weapon that will kill them in the future. Yeah, if you show up with a picture of them having gotten their ass kicked, that is proof that they lose. Uh-huh. They go, oh, fuck, I'm going to lose. And then they're like minus one to all of their rolls. I don't get how that... It, it, I mean, I understand this game was made in 2002, but you know who was made in 1983? is Photoshop. <laughs> I, I don't, you have to show up with some real serious proof. That, that they're dead, because it's real easy to Photoshop a dead guy. Yeah, but, I mean, you show up with, like, a Polaroid, man. Oh, yeah, so make yeah. him shake it. Yeah. They're like, you're like, here, develop this, and he just stands there for, like, eight minutes. Looking at it. And then he goes, 
Oh, oh crap. fuck. Or he goes, I'm from 2006. I don't know what a Polaroid is. Oh, yeah, sure you do. You're supposed to shake it. Like, like a, like like a Polaroid, Polaroid picture. That's right. It's the last incidence of Polaroids in the, in, uh, American memory. Hey, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, that's what time combat is. It's, it's not just a sword fight. It's more like, Go back in time and kick their mother in the vagina so that it doesn't work, so that you can't have them. And then they get fragged, and, you, and then eventually they become they become frag five or six or whatever. And then they are dangerous to be around because they are so fraggy that they might frag you. Yeah, they just sort of start giving off frag waves. Yep. And at that point, you just need to call the quickers who come in and basically men in black everybody in the area with because they have the ability to erase memories. And so they'll just pop in and go, "Hey, it was all swamp gas reflecting off uh, farts," and and whoop. And everyone's like, oh, okay, swamp gas, parts, yeah. And then they take away the person and put them, put them in cold storage. And there you go. That's what time combat is. Yeah. So this this game has zero drama to it? Oh, yeah, absolutely none. And if at any point your player tries to do a thing that you didn't plan for them to do, you can just have that player show up from the future and go, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. There's So it there's a level of... Nothing happening to you, which is, okay, someone tries to frag you. That's sad. He fragged me. I'm very sad about this. I'm going to try and stop him. Turns out he's way more powerful than me. Okay, I'll go to my mentor. Mm-hmm. Every newbie has a mentor of span three. Okay, hey, mentor, help me out. Mentor tries to help out. Mentor can't do it. Okay, mentor goes to the foxhorn, goes, foxhorn, please help us out. And they'll send some dudes. And if it's too much for the foxhorn, the foxhorn goes, Great, we'll go to the Exalted, the Span 5s. Hey, Span 5s, help us out. And the Span 5s are like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is going on here? How did you guys fuck up this badly? Then they can't do it. The Inheritors show up and Fiat do it. Yep, the Inheritors can fix anything. So there's no drama in the game at all. In fact, one of the things they tell you is that all frag is fixed. Yeah, there's... All, all frag. There is zero frag in the universe that lasts. Yeah, it will be fixed. It has been fixed. It is in the yet of the universe that all frag will be fixed. Mm-hmm. The reason you exist is to continue the fact that frag will be fixed. Yep. Like, anything you do as a player doesn't fucking matter at all, because if you frag people or if you fix frag, it didn't change anything. Yep. Okay, so let's talk about the rest of the spans that player characters Yeah, so span three, like I said, is the mentor level. You'll become a mentor, and the GM will give you a group of newbies, Mm -hmm. and you'll be in charge of these nublets. Yep, so you have a a whole team of players, and they all have a whole team of newbies that they're watching over, and uh, basically you have to keep them from fucking up time and and, uh, run around, and you're slightly more powerful, so narcissists are a little more scared of you, and they try to kill you a little harder. And they mostly say that mentors, you know, when you were a newbie, are able to just sort of they know things about mm-hmm. whatever. You'd come in and be like, hey, I had a question about whatever. And they would immediately just spout off instantly information about it. And they go, now that you're a span three, the GM should just hand you a dossier on anything that any character asks you about. You're yep. like, okay. As opposed to, the, he asks you a complicated question and you tell him the answer, which would be way easier. Oh, uh, one thing that that'll also bring up is the common response to when someone knows something and they can't tell you because you don't know yet. And yeah. that is, further information is not available here. Yeah. Also, and that is that is a phrase that is repeated all over the place and is annoying as shit. Yeah, anytime you're about to learn something useful about this game, you get further information is not available here from whatever NPC is spouting dribble. Um, you also get, let's see, what were the other ones that you, you see all the time? Oh, what time is it? Oh, yes, That's, that is how you contact another time traveler. 
If you walk up to them and say, what time is it? And they give you the time, then they're a leveler and they don't know what's up. If you walk up to a dude and go, what time is it? And then they say, what time is it? Hey, they know that you're actually a dude. Now, if you go far enough back in time that clocks hadn't been invented yet, then the way you do it instead is you draw a line on the ground and then the other person will either go, why did you draw a line on the ground? Or they'll take your stick and finish drawing the Jesus fish. And <laughs> well, Oh, no, I'm sorry, no. It's not the Jesus fish. It's the Pisean... The uh, well, that depends on where you time travel, too. Yeah, you're right. Because the Zodiac signs matter a lot in this game. Yeah, uh... Let's finish going through spans before sure, we get to sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. okay, span four. All span fours are obsessed with something called the great game. The greatest game. The greatest game, which is uh, basically risk, but real. And, and so you, I, I couldn't figure it out. It's like, okay, you you play 170 turns of the greatest game. and You have to score 200 points. You score 200 points. You get three points for a, a, a detailed victory, two points for a minor victory, and one point for like a contention or, or, or a tie or something. Uh, now the way that you the way that you actually win or lose is not detailed because the game is too flowery. Yeah, the as far as I can tell, and this again, the way he describes the greatest game is he doesn't cuckoo bananas. It's Aldous Huxley reading out of Joseph Smith's hat. So yeah, I as far as I can tell, you pick a time, a society. So like I'll pick Egypt in you know 500 BC, whatever. And you decide, I want to see, within the bounds of reason, how awesome I can make my society in their corner of time. And you also are trying to figure out more information about your society in that given amount of time. Okay, so you're really just playing Civ. Yeah. You're playing Civ, Civ, Civilization, but real. And other people are trying to mess with you. There's other time travelers who are trying to make your civilization worse while theirs gets better. And they aren't bad guys. They are friends in this, in yeah, this situation. They're not trying to frag you as much as they're just trying to make their own societies cool. Mm -hmm. And the goal, aside from getting 200 points, is to basically know whatever your section of society is in and out. So that if anyone tried to change anything, you would know. Now, they say that the game has 170 turns. And that is the number of Atlantean councils there have been. And Atlantean councils are meetings of important time travelers where important things are decided. So there have been 170 of those ever, and so that's why there's 170 turns in the game. It's it's connected. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? But that's why that's there. They don't tell you how long a turn is or how you know when a turn starts or finishes. You just... I guess your DM just controls it. I don't know. I can't imagine your DM wanting to run 170 instances of, of adventures while you're span four anyway. Yeah, and it kind of gives you, like, you can roll and do some things, but honestly, the game kind of breaks down at Span 4. Yeah. Because Span 4 is, what you're not, doing the greatest game means you're not actually doing anything with other players, mm -hmm. so if you were playing this game with anyone else, you now are just doing your own stupid bullshit time travel aggrandizing thing. Yeah, which the, uh, the fiction bears out, the... The uh, major character that's introduced as a span one at the very beginning of the game, by the time she hits span four, her name's Sterling, and she's basically taken over America at the time of Custer, so basically westward expansion. Yeah. And so it just describes her kind of generally being badass and doing crazy time things and talking to Custer himself, who's a thespian, of course. Of course. Uh, and But there's no mention of any of the other people who were her group at, for the entire story. So it's like, what, did she break off and have her own little adventure here? Is it, yes, and that is it, exactly what happened. Is that adventure 170 turns long? Because, 
how many turns do you get done with in a knight's adventure? How do you run this? How would you ever get to span five? It's 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 shenanigans of the highest order. Yeah. Now let's just say, for argument's sake, you went ahead and got through span four somehow. To get to span five, not only do you have to do all that same bullshit we were talking about earlier with all the you know, you need to have at least five span fives want want you on the team, you need to have zero frag. You also need to win the greatest game. You need to get at least 200 points in it. Yeah, so if you do not get 200 points in the greatest game, the span fives and the inheritors look at you and go, uh, your brain hasn't expanded far enough to... And it never no. will. You're only allowed to play the greatest game once. Yeah, so after your 170 turns, if you didn't get 200 points, fuck you, get out. You're a span four still, though, so you're fine. I mean, you can oh, go, yeah. You can go, what is it, 100 years? No, it's 1,000 years at that point. It's 1,000 years into the future or past per day. Yeah, and so teleport a thousand miles at a time and just sort of fuck around and do whatever you want. You're fine. You're already pretty much won. If you get to span five, okay, oh, also at span four, before we get to span five, that's when you first start really having to deal with people from the ages before your own. Oh yeah, instead of doing the great game, you also have the option of perhaps going back in time and being a secret agent fighting the narcissists in, in their, their own... own. Oh god. Anti-desertium -des yeah. is the narcissist home time and it's they're not from there but that's kind of the area that they've taken over it's the time before time so it's it's at least 29,000 years ago and then it runs back to about 30,000 or 35,000 years ago and that's apparently just a huge amount of time where narcissists are running around controlling everything um no one's allowed to go back there unless they're a secret agent that's on specific instructions from the, the really high ranked time travelers yeah it's basically spans Four and five are the only ones that get to go back there because they're the only ones badass enough to survive going back there. They're also the only ones that, that logistically could because you have yeah. to travel thousands of years to get back there. And that's the thing that pisses me off the most about this game right there is that all the narcissists are 29,000 years ago and all of them are like spans twos and threes, which means they will never get up to your timeline to threaten you. <laughs> the game doesn't even mention this. It just sets, oh yeah, they're all way back in the past there doing crazy narcissist stuff. They have 21st century technology back there. But uh, we spend a lot of time, as time travelers, erasing all the evidence that 21st century technology existed 30,000 years ago. Oh, okay. How do they get to the present? <laughs> you fucking game. Uh, I think most of the time, the narcissists that are, like, what you fight are usually either uh, continuum spanners that just sort of go bad and decide, fuck it, I want to do things for myself. Yeah. Or they are just, like... What did you do? I, every day, spanned forward however much I could do and did stuff. Right, there's an NPC, or another one of the stories is about that. It's like a Viking who learns to span, and every day he goes forward as many years as a span one can go forward. Yeah. And then they pick him up, and they're like, you have to stop doing this, and also we have to go back and kill your creator. <laughs> and he's like, oh, that sounds fun. So, yeah, the, the main issue I have is, when you look at the narcissist society, because the secret of time travel is given by, like, the inheritors... Either they're people who stole the tech and then went back in time, or they were spanners that then went back as well. Unless you're talking about someone that made it to span four or five and then went evil, which is basically not going to happen, mm -hmm. uh, you're either looking at a society that is all spans ones and twos and can't do dick, or because they, uh, they sort of imply that the narcissists figure out how to improve their own span on their own, and they can level each other up. So it's either going to be all span ones and twos or all span fives. Right, because as soon as one of them learns, he's just going to teach another one, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to spread. It's going to spread like wildfire. In fact, they actually mention that at the very beginning of the book. They say, hey, if someone invented a time travel machine, 
then immediately they would have the best time travel machine. Because yes. they just go forward in time and get the better one until such time as the best time travel machine has been invented. That's why everyone can time travel with no effort or machinery. They can just turn around and they're in a different time. Because the best version of time travel has already been existed, or invented, excuse me. The, uh, how do you time travel in this game, by the way? I, I racked my brain for hours as I read through this <laughs> trying to figure out how that happens. Players don't get to learn until span three, because at span one or two, if they learn, then they can go tell the narcissist. They're not trustworthy yet. At span three, you learn that physicians open you up and uh, surgically implant nanites in your heart that lets your heart generate a machine, or, or act as a machine that connects your tachyons to the Van Allen belts of solar radiation <laughs> that encircle the Earth, thus enabling the time cube. Uh, so imagine four spanners on the edge of a cliff. I am. I'm going to push them off because I hate <laughs> them and I hate this game. That's what happens. It's all it's all internal surgery and nanites that let you time travel effectively. But the whole the heart is the equivalent of of our world, and it's the same, and it generates an electromagnetic pulse. And in the time of the tachyon emission between a, a tachycardiogram beat, you can travel between the worlds. And yeah, so, oh. like there's this electromagnetic stream that is above the earth. That is us. That is we us are traveling around. through time and, and oh, fuck you. Great. I'm going to go up there and just hold up a big mirror and fuck with you. Oh, I hate them so much. Oh, and it even says, after it explains that, like, basically magnetism and electricity is how you travel through time, they're like, the GM is encouraged if you attempt to span while in, like, an area of high magnetism to just fuck with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there's a, what they call paradox, which is different than span or frag, but it causes frag. That's when you go to an area where you basically your free radicals and ions and other pseudoscience things that are about your body get messed with. I mean, those are all real science, yes. Yeah. But they aren't. They aren't. You know, you can't put butter out and have it catch all your free radicals. That's what. That's what's <laughs> bullshit. No. Um. But it's like, okay, if you teleport too close to radiation, that gets you some paradox. If you uh, end up near a super particle collider. That causes some paradox. You know, you end up at a Nickelback concert. That's gonna. You might be a redneck. <laughs> Like a Canadian redneck, or huh, yeah, I think they exist. Just, just near a Nickelback concert, you're just an asshole. I'm pretty sure rednecks exist across <laughs> all time and space. They're like narcissists. They are. They are narcissists. In fact, that's that's in my head now. Is that all the narcissists <laughs> in the game are just rednecks? Yeah, some People guy with a mullet, them, no them. shirt, mullet, <laughs> trucker cap, and beer shows up and is like. Ha ha, mage trip over your own shoelaces and then disappears. They took my wife and my truck. I'm gonna get them back. I went back in time, got my wife and my truck. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> You're gonna break time. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, Span 5s can do all kinds of ridiculous bullshit. Maybe you'll meet some people from the future. You probably will because uh, they're gonna be important to you. Also, people from uh, from pre-civilization that aren't narcissists. You're gonna have to deal with them and they might be weird lizard dudes or... Or crazy, bald-headed, floating future men. Yeah. That's Span 5. Span 5, you can go forward and backwards 10,000 years. Who gives a fuck? It's 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 so powerful at that point, and the game has gotten so up its own butt with a metaphor of it, <laughs> that you could read Fran uh, Span 5 section all day and not get a word of what you're supposed to be doing. No. Essentially, Span 5 is either you are fighting narcissists or you are in a circle jerk with the inheritors. Yep. Ta-da! Span 5, above Span 5, uh, exists, and... You just get more powerful incrementally. Yeah, you're just you're still one of the exalted, which is a span five, mm -hmm. but you just have more. Okay, so what do you do in this game? What's the point? Uh, fucking nothing. Self-preservation for the most part. People try and frag you. You try to not get fragged. You try and frag them back before they can frag you. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of the stories are just people fucking around with time travel. Like, oh, I got a beer. I drank that beer already. Frag. Yeah, there's a lot. Like we mentioned, there's a lot of note-keeping and stupid bullshit that you have to do. Yeah, you have so to the, keep a journal. 
the game pretty much just boils down to you doing things and then doing those things again later. Yeah, or being told that you do things and then doing those things because you've been told that you did them. Yeah, it's so ridiculously railroady. The the GM section even just says that if your players, like, say you had some plot that revolved around a statue and your players destroy that statue, go ahead and make sure the statue is shown being there. Like, give them a picture of five days later that the statue is whole and there. Now they have to actually replace it or else they get fragged because they know the statue is supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. Or maybe their, you know, future selves show up and say, hey, did you know that uh, you stopped this narcissist in ten days? Get on it. And now they have to, or else they get fragged. Also, they have to go back in time after they did it and tell themselves they did. Yep, they had better write down that they do that, because even if they go ahead and stop the frag that they got from not doing a thing in the future, if they don't do a thing again in the past from the future, then their future past turns into a past-future frag span. <laughs> Narcissist. <laughs> okay, oh, so basically, you you look at the book and you're like, oh, okay, I get this. This is going to be one of those fun time travel adventures. Perhaps we will meet some ancient knights, or we will go into the future and get a ray gun. Nope. Yeah, as much as we've mentioned, like, everyone's walking around being a Doctor Who, you are not allowed to have fun Doctor Who times. No, it's all staying within a couple years of where you were created, because it, it goes deep into detail about how hard it is to exist in time outside your own. Yeah, if but, you go through time to meet Shakespeare, you would better not show up in 20th century clothes talking like a regular dude. Oh, Because yeah. if you do, then everyone will show up and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, you gotta switch your currency out, you gotta make sure you don't bring back any of your fancy future diseases. Going to meet Shakespeare is a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. Just don't even bother. Like, uh, any, okay, I and, get And Shakespeare's just a thespian anyway, so I know. who gives a fuck? Yeah, if you actually want to meet Shakespeare, you have to go back to before he was famous or whatever. So, yeah, it's it's a weird thing. It's it, it There's a lot of games like this. This is like high-end GURPS to me, you know, like, <laughs> where, where it's like, oh, man, let's play a sweet game of car chases and building supercars. That sounds fun. Let's just blow cars up. Okay, I'm on page 177 of How to Build Cars. And this is a section on how transmissions interact with gearboxes, and I gotta know it. It's just, it, it, it's too detailed and too fiddly. Yeah, when it starts breaking down, like, how electricity and tachyons and magnetic fields and things like go, I just want to play a game where I'm traveling through time. You do not need to give me the theoretical physics of time travel. On the one hand, I am, I, I can say I'm glad this game exists. It's neat that someone tried to write this down. On the other hand, can you imagine that this game's been around for 12 years? Someone has tried to play this. Oh, yeah. I'm sure someone attempted to do this, and they did not realize what they were getting into, because the GM behind it was like, I'm sorry, no information is available at this time. Further information is unavailable at this time. <gasps> you guys are all going to start a span ones. I'm not going to explain anything beyond your ability to jump forwards or backwards a year in time. And uh, anytime you do, mark down the exact amount of time you, do, you uh, jumped and when you, when you went to and how long you were there. And oh, yeah, it says back. that the GM is, at any point in time, supposed to be able to ask you, so, what's your age? And if you can't give them exactly how much you have aged in a session, they just give you frag because, fuck you, you didn't take good enough notes. You didn't do your homework properly. Sorry, your data entry is poor. Take penalties. Okay. So. <laughs> John. Yeah. What would you say is your favorite thing about Continuum? What's it called? Adventures in the Yet? Yeah, I think my favorite thing about Continuum Adventures in the Yeti is that occasionally you'll be in the Himalayas 
and then he'll show up and he'll throw snowballs at you and you'll be like, hey, Yeti, stop that. There's a point where they mention Yetis in the book. Like, <laughs> the book, the game is not just called Continuum. It's called Continuum Adventures in the Yet, which looks weird when you first read it, but then you realize Yet is just the stuff that you know that you do, but you haven't done yet. So it makes sense as a name. But it's really fun to read it as Continuum Adventures in the Yeti, which would be a way better game. Totally you know, like, would. You have to shrink down and go into a super ship and rescue a Yeti and by by flying your ship around his bloodstream. That'd be a great game. Let's write that. <laughs> but uh, but instead, it's uh, it's Adventures in the Yet. But okay, yet- so my my actual favorite yeah. thing. I'm gonna go ahead and say Time Combat, only because it at least seems interesting. You have like. In between moves, you can go, I study something for 12 weeks and then rendezvous back and do a thing. Because time travel exists, you have more time to do goofity things. And the actual, like, moves and whatnot you do are some fun, interesting ways that you could use time travel to fight a guy. So I think it's interesting, if not particularly usable. They spent a lot of time thinking about the logical ramifications of easy time travel, and they really managed to put them all on the page. No no joke about that. So what what would you say your favorite thing is? Uh, The factions, or the fraternities. The fraternities are my favorite thing in the game because they remind me of Planescape, (laughs) which is a good game. (laughs) Uh, Right. Admittedly, they're also kind of well-written. Again, they they thought logically about how a society of time travelers would work, and they came up with, with... what time travelers would need in order to survive as time travelers, and they basically split it up nicely and made these fraternities. Yeah. It's a good thought. It's a story thing, because the mechanics of this game are garbage, but uh, but, uh, it's something I like. Yeah. Now, what is your least favorite thing about Continuum? Uh, Yeah, I... City of Mountains. (laughs) Adventures in the City of Yet. (laughs) Um, I think probably I'm going to have to go with I don't like the font. I <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Uh I'm going to say the way the game just gets more interesting as it breaks down, which is the most frustrating thing to me. The it's sort of like Scion in that the beginning of the game you have the least amount of stuff you can do, but it is also the time when the game is most playable. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you get to a point where you're able to do awesome cool time travel stuff like you thought you were going to do when you could play it, breaks down and the system no longer works and now you've got to start playing the greatest game which i i don't know i guess a super mario kart there's no way to play it there's no way to play the greatest game like 170 turns are you kidding me is that supposed to be 170 adventures or one adventure with 170 turns in it i don't understand no the the whole game just sort of breaks down into nonsense as soon as you get to a point where you might be able to have fun yeah and that's my least favorite thing so what about you? Uh, okay, uh, um, the kerning, it's terrible in the book. <laughs> no, no, I, honestly, I, I'd say my least favorite thing about this book is that they didn't take any time to establish what would be playable. Like, yeah. Like, you know, they, they, they really, really got deep into the concept of what would time travel actually look like if it was easy. Like, let's go through every single possible ramification of what time travel would do to, to people and how it would work and whether it would work. And then they foisted that out as a game, and it's not. It doesn't work. So it, it it just doesn't roll up as a playable thing. Now, yeah. In light of that, would you play Continuum Adventures in the Yet? I would never play this game. And it's it's sad because I look at it and I go, you know, I I like a lot of the concepts in it. Like you say, they do a really good job 
of thinking through what time travel would look like if you had this ridiculously easy, safe time travel available. But the problem is the game is just so much note-taking and railroading, and it would end up being that there wouldn't be an adventure I would care about there. Like, there's nothing... Of there to latch on to. Could you imagine trying to run a session of this? Oh, yeah. Like, your villain has got to be some guy who frags them in the past and they don't know, and then they have to figure out how, and then they have to kill him, and it's like... And if you don't run it as a narcissist, I don't know what your adventure is because you're not allowed to change anything. Yeah. Like, you can't say, yeah, I want to go meet Jimmy Carter for some reason in the past. No, because if you did that, one, Jimmy Carter's just a thespian, and two, if you did that, he wasn't supposed to meet you and fuck you. There's a whole sequence of, the time combat description is a story that's set in like the mid-70s, and it's supposed to be that a narcissist shows up there to do some things that will humiliate Gerald Ford. <laughs> and you have like, to- make him Gerald Ford. I know. <laughs> it's that a rabbit attacks him in a boat. <laughs> Swamp rabbit shit! <laughs> Something, I don't know. Uh, but but uh, you have to know what's going on in 1974 with Gerald Ford to write this adventure. Who gives a fuck? Like, oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's so weird. This is a game that you would only run if you were just a history ridiculous nut. Yeah. Okay, so would you play Continuum Adventures in the yet? This game's so convoluted and nonsensical that I can't tell if I'm not already playing it somehow. <laughs> I might be in a game. There's a D10 on my desk somewhere. Maybe I'm playing this. Jeff, you do play this. In the future. Ah, Write it down. Fuck! Now I gotta play this. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta come back in time and tell myself I play this. Hey, Jeff, it's you from the future. You play this. Fuck! <laughs> uh, no. Okay. No. No, I wouldn't. Uh, I think this game, this book would be amazing if it was not a game. It's it's a, it's a interesting read. Yeah. If you were to strip the game out of it and just leave it as the big book of crazy time travel and how that all works and it was like a novel, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, any... Further thoughts? Uh, I really wish that I could find a good time travel game. Oh, yeah, by all means. Readers, if you know a good time travel game, feel free to recommend it to us. Leave it in the comments. Send us an email. We'd love to hear about it. Because, yeah, it would be neat to get a good time travel game going. I mean, you could take any game and make it time traveling just by Well, know, yeah, but I want, I want something that's centered around time travel that isn't up its own ass. Fair enough. Okay, so there you go. As always, this has been System Mastery. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SystemMasteryPodcast.com, SystemMastery at gmail.com, or on Facebook or on Twitter. Uh, If you want to leave us a comment in any one of those locations, we will read it. We'll usually even respond to it. We're cool like that. Feel free to send us a recommendation for any game you'd like to see us review. We uh, we love to get recommendations. We're going to run out eventually. Yeah, and now we're going to sign off so we can tell ourselves in the past that we need to review this game. Oh, that's right. We got to go back in time and tell ourselves to do this game, which I'm going to hate myself for it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to feel so good making myself in the past read this stupid past me. Fuck you. Except I got to keep those memories. Fuck. Ah. Oh, good night. 